On Wednesday, January 3rd, for the first time since my surgery, I spent a full day birding in the Saxon bog with Eric Brunke. At this point in my recovery, Eric is the only person I'd try this with. He knows the bog even better than I do, and hardly any birds get past him. My vision is as good as it was when I was in my 20s, now that I've had my cataracts taken care of, making me a fine spotter. But I knew that if my brain wasn't as engaged as it should be, we'd still see everything thanks to Eric. I didn't know how long I'd last. Most days since surgery, I've still needed a nap. But if I drifted off, I knew Eric would wake me up for good birds, but otherwise let me sleep. And if I started aching and needed to head home early, Eric would be cool about it. He and I are obviously hoping to see a bazillion birds in 2024, but we're both pretty relaxed about it. Eric will be the guide for Russ's and my Victory Manual birding tour to Hawaii next month, and before that, he'll be leading a tour up here in northern Minnesota and one down in Panama, so his year list is going to be growing by leaps and bounds regardless. All my concerns turned out to be for naught. I stayed alert and comfortable the entire day, and what a great day it was. When we first got to the bog about sunrise but with overcast skies, we quickly saw four rough-legged hawks, and that was the tip of the rough leg iceberg. In total, we saw 12 in the bog and another three as we started for home. 15 of these delightful raptors. My photos didn't turn out. The birds were all backlit in poor light, but it was thrilling to see so many. I think the last time I saw Rufflegs with Eric was on their breeding grounds in Alaska on the Victory Manual tour he guided in 2022, but we certainly didn't see 15. The usual suspects showed up here and there, hairy and downy woodpeckers, blue and Canada jays, crows and ravens, black-capped chickadees, and both nuthatches. Winter finches were few and far between. Best was a flock of at least 25 evening grosbeaks, but we also got a couple of quick looks at red poles. We also spotted a few bald eagles, a northern shrike, and one distant magpie. The day never brightened, and very light snow flurries seemed to come and go all day. A little after 11, when we drove down Admiral Road, we saw a huge clot of birders on the road ahead, spotting scopes, binoculars, and cameras all trained on the exact same spot, and we knew what that meant, a great gray owl. Even before Eric pulled over to park, we got a quick glimpse of the bird, but then it flew off before we were out of the car. Most of the people who'd been watching it instantly packed up their optics and drove off in search of new delights, but one of them told us that the bird had flown into the woods in the southwest direction. We walked down the road a bit, but then decided to go back to the spot where it had originally been seen, which according to reports seems to be pretty much where it centers its activities. Sure enough, a few minutes later we spotted it flying through the woods, and suddenly, voila! 
The owl was my favorite bird of the day, but not my favorite species. That was the snowshoe hare I found when we were on the boardwalk at the Warren Nelson Bog. I didn't get a photo before it bounded off into the woods, but at least I saw it. Before we went home, we checked out the Superior Airport just in case a snowy owl was there. No luck. And we rounded out the day with a couple of house sparrows and some gulls in Canal Park and at the WLSSD sewage treatment plant. We finished the day a little before dark with 22 species, and I added one more for the day when Bibi, my banded pileated woodpecker, came in for a late snack at the feeder. I felt great all day, but paid for it the next couple of days when I was terribly depleted. I'll wait a week or two before trying another all-day adventure. Slow and steady wins the race. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.